0: She will give you some tips to make sure our podcast is rocking and rolling. Let's go, baby. Hello, hello, and uh, welcome to our weekly episode of the Wonder Tooth podcast. I hope everybody's doing great and enjoying this uh, nice weather. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about what to expect in your first dental visit to a dentist. Um, A lot of you go, you know, uh, you can go to the dentist uh, maybe for a limited exam for I have this toothache or this something is bothering me but what is a comprehensive dental exam and what makes you feel that this dentist is actually going um above and beyond what's expected to reach out to the best and proper diagnosis of your case of your teeth and you can trust that dentist that we're going to get the best results so a dental exam is pretty important because it's basically um a visit where the dentist will assess uh, a lot of your uh, dental needs. Um, it starts like there are a few steps that we uh, have to uh, take, few measures. Uh, first of all, we check the medical history review, all the medications, and I'm just going to um, say everything first, then we're going to go and discuss every single point um, in further details and why we are doing this. So the first thing really is going to be the medical history, all the medications you're taking. Then we do a visual exam, which consists of an extra oral exam and an intraoral exam plus an oral cancer screening. Um, then we do some x-rays. And usually I like to have the x-rays done actually before the visual exam. Then it consists of um, gum um, examination, which consists of checking the gum uh, the pockets, the periodontal pockets, which I'm gonna go over that in further details, and also check the jaw and the alignment of top, uh, the top jaw with the lower jaw, and also it will tell you if you need um, some um, uh, realignment or some orthodontic treatment. And eventually, um, we put like a treatment plan. Sometimes we take a photograph, like of your of your teeth, of your, um, you know. Uh, of the, the way your teeth are aligned, or if we see like cavities or broken teeth. Or, so some, I like personally to take some intraoral pictures with a little camera. It's not the big camera. It's a tiny little camera that goes uh, inside the mouth and it's called an intraoral camera just to, it's part of the patient education, just to show you what's going on and how to prevent that and what are the, you know, the possible um, treatment options. And at the end, we put like a treatment plan recommendations, and then we start to, um, even the tre- within the treatment plan, we start to say, you know, what is like number one priority? We prioritize the treatment. And then what's, you know, the protocol after that, you know, you come how often. So first of all, we're going to uh, talk about the medical history review. Why is it important when you go to the dentist for the first time that you have to write down all the medical treatment, all the surgeries that you've been through, and the current, and even the past medications. Uh, Certain past medications are very, very important to us. For example, if we're going to start like, okay, you know, I have high blood pressure, I have diabetes, we need to know if it's controlled or not controlled. Like, are you actually taking your medications on time? Are you checking your blood sugar um, daily? Or like, what's the situation is? If you had major surgeries, like an open heart surgery, like if you had a knee replacement, a hip replacement, we need to know. It's not like, oh, I'm just there, you know, to check my teeth. No, no, no. We need to check. We need to we need to know that because this can um, affect your general health. And why am I saying that? Because, for example, if you had an open heart surgery, and believe it or not, some patients, they don't even say it unless I start to ask vigorously about this. Like, oh, you have heart problems? Did you have a surgery? Yes. When? Oh, like 20 years ago. It's not important. What kind of surgery? Oh, I did a, an open heart surgery. I'm like, what? have you seen your cardiologist? Yeah, I go to see my cardiologist, you know, for follow-ups. Did they tell you, oh yeah, they told me something about that, but that was a long time ago. I don't need that. And I'm like, no. So if you had an open heart surgery, you need to take a pre-medication every single time you go to see the dentist. I, I have to keep pushing every time, just hear this carefully now, every time. You see the dentist, if you had an open heart surgery, you have to take a pre-medication. What is a pre-medication? It's basically four pills of an antibiotic that you need to take before one hour before seeing the dentist. Why is that important? Because if you had an open heart surgery, let's say they did like a valve replacement, you have now a little weak area in your body that can be basically attacked by the bacteria. Now, when you go to see the dentist, You know, they're going to give you like an injection to get a filling done or a a crown or an extraction. Or even if you go for a cleaning, like a vigorous cleaning, there will be blood involved. So every time we use our tiny little instruments, if the blood is going to be involved, if we're taking a little x-ray, that doesn't matter. If you're just opening your mouth, close your mouth, that doesn't matter. But if there is any procedure that's going to involve blood or puncture of the tissues, like we're going to give you a needle. Um, we're going to do some deeper scraping of the teeth and the gums, and there will be blood involved. You have to take a premedication. I cannot stress this enough. This is specifically if you had an open-heart surgery. And this is four pills of an antibiotic, whether amoxicillin or uh, clindamycin, depending you know, on if you have allergies from antibiotics. Or not. But you have to take four pills, like basically two grams, of antibiotic one hour before your dental appointment, and this is basically to protect that weak area where you had the, the the heart surgery, whatever you had like a valve replacement, like you have to be premedicated. So this is one I want everybody to be aware of that four pills of um, premedication before your dental appointment, whether it's for a cleaning or for any general extraction, fillings, whatever. This is. One, number two, if you had any major joint replacement, like a hip replacement, a knee replacement, you need to be premedicated for two years after that surgery. And why is that? Because now you have that new joint that's there and it's still weak and it's not totally integrated with the rest of your body. So we don't want the the bacteria that lives in your, basically in your saliva to go within the bloodstream and go attack that little weak area. So same exact thing. Two years. After the surgery, so if you had the surgery, let's say in October of 2020, so you have to be premedicated until October of 2022, and you have to tell the dentist the exact, you know, the exact day of the oper- not the day, but I would say the month of the operation at least. So this is very, very important, guys. Um, this should be on your medical records. This should be like basically uh, one big flag on your uh, chart. And if the dentists forget about it, you have to ask them and be adamant about it. Uh, can I get a prescription, please, for my premedication? Okay, so this is one important thing, the premedication. Now, let's go to talk about some other um, medications. Some patients, they would say, you know what, I took some medicine long time ago, and it's a uh, It was for some osteoporosis and and I'm like, what kind of medication is that? And they say the name and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Now we have a problem that can happen down the line that if we pull a tooth, the bone cannot heal. So we really need to be aware of all the medications that you guys are taking. I'm not gonna say names because some of them are generic and I just don't wanna confuse everybody, but it is really important that you tell your dentist what kind of medication, even if you took them in the past, because sometimes their effect stays in your body for 10 years, especially for, for, you know, for ladies who are um, like a little older, sometimes even not, not even that. And also some medication like for chemotherapy, they can affect the healing. So if we are planning to extract a tooth, we need to know ahead of time so that we can contact your, your medical doctor or your oncologist and just get a clearance. It's very, very important. I cannot stress that enough. You don't want a tooth to be pulled and then your bone doesn't heal. And this is when you go to the emergency room because something went wrong because you didn't tell the whole, you know, the whole scenario. Um, So now we talked about um, why is it important to tell, you know, your dentist about any major surgeries or past past medication. Now about current medication, these are also very important, especially with uncontrolled, like high blood pressure, uncontrolled diabetes. Uh, let's say, for example, you're going to have a tooth pulled and you go to your dentist and you have high blood pressure and you have you are in the schedule today for an extraction. And then you go in and they check your blood pressure and it's up to the roof. They're going to be like, no, nope, we're not pulling that tooth today, but the tooth is hurting me. I can't. Well, you know what? We cannot because now we have a bigger problem. What if we pull the tooth and then you end up in the, the emergency room because your blood pressure is not controlled? So you always have to make sure you're taking your medications on time, you're current on them, and you are checking them. Like you have to get yourself, like maybe a little, you know, um, blood pressure. Um, some of them you can find them in in the pharmacy now. Just to te- check your blood pressure daily at least, um, and just be on top of things. So this is why it's very important to take, you know, a medical history uh, in, in like serious details. And also the big one for us as dentists is any blood thinners. So if you're taking daily aspirin, if you're taking Plavix, if you're taking any uh, major blood thinners, that's a, big, um, that's a big concern for us. I'm not saying you got to stop it, but it's very important that we know, especially if we're going to pull a tooth. Or if we're going to do like a deep cleaning or anything that's going to involve blood, a small filling doesn't matter. If we're going to give you like an injection like a to, to, to numb you, that doesn't matter. But something major like pulling tooth uh, or even placing an implant or um, deep cleaning, sometimes that can involve bleeding. So if you have if you are taking any blood thinners, you have to let your dentist know ahead of time so that we can take the proper measures. Uh, We can sometimes we can put like some sutures after the extraction or we can put some gel foam. If we pull a tooth, then you just kind of stop the bleeding. So you have to let us know ahead of time, please. It's very important. Now, if you have allergies from antibiotics, that's a really big one. So you have to let your dentist know from the very first visit. I have allergies from penicillin. I have allergies from this or if you had a reaction So a reaction means that you took the medicine for a long time and now you're starting to get not really like a true allergy, but okay, you're getting some itchy, you know, itching here or there, or um, maybe you're starting to develop a little bit of areas, you know, that are like were not like that before. So that could be becoming what we call an acquired allergy, like you didn't have a true allergy before and now it's happening to you. So we just, to be on the safe side, please let your dentist, know that, okay, I have some allergies or a reaction to such antibiotics, then they can switch you to something different from a whole different antibiotic family that doesn't, there is no cross allergy between them. So this is very important. And that's why we need to always take a proper medical history. So please, when you go to the dentist, if you are doing like um, an online, you're filling your uh, medical history online, or if you have a paper, just write down everything, all the major surgeries, And if you have any, uh, if you're taking past medications like that, basically from chemotherapy or osteoporosis or anything that's major, um, plus uh, if you have allergies from certain antibiotics, plus if you are taking any current allergy, like any current medications, you know, right now, you have to write it down. So this is number one. So this is medical history We now know that we have to write down everything in a lot of details. So it's always better if you can fill that online because that sometimes can take time. Now, after that, you go in, you know, the room and this is when we start to say, well, now it's time to take some x-rays. A lot of patients, not really a lot, but few, they will be like, I don't want x-rays. I had, you know, this x-ray here, this x-ray there. I don't want to take an x-ray. Okay. Here is my thing as a dentist. How do you expect us to give you a proper diagnosis and a proper treatment plan if we cannot see properly? This is really the whole thing. Um, How are we supposed to know if you have cavities between the teeth or if you have some gum disease or if you have a broken root or if you have an infection without taking an x-ray? Sometimes, believe it or not, you can have a tooth infection and it doesn't show like you, you don't even feel it, but we can see something on the x-ray. And we cannot tell you that unless we take a little x-ray. So please try to um, have some x-rays taken. Um, right now, we take digital x-rays. So nothing like before, like, oh my God, I'm getting exposed to a lot of radiation. It's nothing like that. Basically, a full set of x-rays, it's like taking a small flight from here to there or staying in the sun for like 15 minutes. It's, it's very minimal. Digital radiography now is very minimal. Plus, we always have to put that, um, the apron, the lead apron on you. And you always make sure that there is a part that covers your thyroid. So even if they put it like that on you at the dentist office, make sure you pull that part on top of your neck to cover your neck, to cover your thyroid gland. And um, so, yeah, it's very important to take some x-rays, guys. Um, I know some patients, they can gag while taking that. So we have different measures of doing it. Sometimes um, we put like a little piece of sensor. Um, It's like a small rectangular piece that we usually use to take intraoral x-rays or small little x-rays inside the mouth. So there are different sizes. And I want you to know that some sizes are for adults and some sizes are for kids, So if you are gagging or if you are pretty sensitive to that, sometimes, you know, why not try the smaller sensor in your mouth? It helps and it works. Um, But some patients, we cannot do that. They just see that and they start to gag. So this is why it's important to go to a dentist who have a panoramic x-ray. That's the big machine where you stand up and then the little thing just move around your head and takes your picture. So nothing really involved. Nothing goes in your mouth. You just bite on a little tiny plastic piece, and then you you know you stand still, and then that machine kind of moves around your head. And this is a great um, service to patients who have gagging, or who have like a really small mouth, or even they have tori. And tori, I might have to discuss that in a whole different episode. But tori, it's basically when you open your mouth big and you have extra bone inside, you know, if you're looking at your lower jaw, there is like extra bone towards the inside. And it's on both sides. And a lot of patients, they come and say, what is this? I don't know. I've never noticed that before, but it's like something big in there. And I'm like, oh, you're very lucky. You have extra bone. And they look at me like, what? And I said, yeah, this is extra bone. This is nothing to worry about. You're just one of the lucky ones. So sometimes you have that in your lower jaw. Sometimes you also have it in your upper jaw, like right up in the roof of your mouth. Like if you Put your tongue there, you're going to feel like a little big bump there. That's just just a tori, just extra bone there. Nothing to worry about. It's very normal. The only problem I would say, if down the line you decide to go for dentures and this is going to be, that might be a problem if you have big tori up in the roof of your mouth or down in your lower jaw. But hey, we're going to go to the dentist to avoid that. Okay, like this is going to happen all the way down in your life but we're going to try to avoid that. But um yeah, tori are nothing really to worry about. And now we we spoke about the x-rays and how we have like different options, you know, you have that little digital Um, the digital sensor, we have different sizes of that. Then if that doesn't work, then we can take a big panoramic x-ray, which is the big machine. Sometimes the more sophisticated machines, which we're lucky to have one in our office, um, can take extra oral bite wings. For example, when you go to the dentist, um, you're supposed to take one x-ray, like, you know, one set of x-rays once a year. Um, So if you are really um, gagging, and we don't want to take a panoramic x-ray every time, um, then we can switch to something that's just a little extra oral bite wings, which basically only takes the two sides of your cheeks, literally just the teeth on each side, and that's it. It's much less exposure, and it's basically what the insurance you know, would need for whatever one year, and it's less radiation, but it also will show us a lot. So true story. Happened to me maybe a year ago, I had a patient who came to me for a consultation and he was like, I don't know what's going on, but I went to my dentist and they checked everything and they didn't know what's going on. And they said, I have a nerve problem and they sent me to the neurologist neurologist checked the patient. Now we're thinking that they might have like a a nerve disease, like a trigeminal neuralgia, and they couldn't know what's going on. And it's like a mess. And the patient is in pain, like he is in severe pain. And he's like, I don't know, it was on the left side. And I'm like, let's just take a look. So here we are trying to take a small x-rays. He couldn't handle it. I'm like I'm in pain. I can't do this. And he's gagging, and he has a really small mouth. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Wait a minute. We're gonna take a different set of x like something totally different. And we took the, the the bite wings, the extra oral bite wings, which basically you stand up in, you know, you stand up where the big machine is, and it takes only X-ray of that area, the left side only. It doesn't revolve like around your whole face. Basically, just that area. And I'm looking now, and I'm like, okay, now I see what's going on. He had very long roots. He is like, he's a big guy. So he had really long roots. So even if you tried to take the small x-rays, the one that goes inside the mouth, you couldn't see the, like, because the, his roots were very long. You couldn't see the bottom part of it. Under the roots, you couldn't see that. But on the x-ray that we took, we can see that. And I'm like, you have an infection. He goes, what? And I said, you have an infection in that tooth. Crazy thing is that tooth, has no feelings, nothing whatsoever, nothing. Like that was really crazy. And he was very upset because it was not diagnosed. But I said, you know what? You cannot say that because you really have long roots. That's one. Two, to, see, to be able to see an infection under a root, it takes like at least 14 days. I guess nobody knew that. So there you go. Now you know something new. To see an infection, an actual, a new infection on the x-ray, it takes around 14 days. So I'm pretty sure when he went to his dentist, he couldn't see that. And now I'm looking and I'm like, you're grinding your teeth, right? And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, I don't think you're just grinding your teeth. I think it's much more than that. I think he really has sleep apnea. But that's a whole different, that's another episode, guys. Um, So, and I started to check the tooth and we have a little plastic bead that we use um, to make sure if there is a crack in the tooth or not. And I'm checking and I'm like, there you go you have what we call a crack tooth syndrome. And he was like looking at me now, like what? And I said, a crack tooth syndrome is basically when you're grinding your teeth that hard. And, or if you bite something very hard, you crack, you actually start to create a small crack in your tooth. And this is what happened. So he has a crack in his tooth that basically affected the nerve, the nerve died. And now there is an infection underneath it. And you know, what was the solution for this? we did a root canal and we put a crown on the same day on the same day because we have the technology and the patient couldn't believe it. And he's like, I've been in pain for so long. Nobody told me that. I, and I said, you know what? This is the beauty of technology. This is the beauty of a proper diagnosis. And we became very good friends since then. But this is why it's very important to take an x-ray. That's really back to, it's very important to take an x-ray guys. It's not like a Oh, this is unneeded uh, radiation. I'm telling you, you walk outside a little bit in the sun, that's radiation. If you travel from here to, like, if you get in the airplane traveling a little bit, that's that's also radiation. Uh, eating a banana can be a little bit of radiation. So just, you know, the, the main thing is we don't, de- we, we don't take that a lot. We just take it when needed, probably like once a year or if you have an emergency. And make sure you have that lead apron on your body and make sure that you have that, um, that cover, you know, on your thyroid gland. Now, for patients who are pregnant, and that's for women now, for patients who are pregnant, we can still take an x-ray that's safe, but we have to put a double shield of that. So if we have one lead apron, we put two, put two on top of each other and we still cover your thyroid and you're good to go. That's not going to affect you. OK, so now we spoke about why it's important to get a medical history, a proper medical history and why it is important to do um, to take x-rays when you go to your dentist for the first time. After that, we're going to talk about um, the visual examination, which consists of an extra oral exam and an intraoral exam. So what why do I need to check the extra oral exam me as a dentist? Like, why do I need to do that? This is actually very important. Because first of all, we start to check the joint. We start to see if the joint is actually um, is aligned properly. So if you're opening and closing, if it's coming down into a proper uh, path, we can feel if something is off in your joint. And this is where we can send you to the proper, you know, specialist. Um, If you are closing and then we can see like a zigzag pattern that that can be an indication. Um, So very important to do that. And um, also we check the sinuses, we check the thyroid gland, we check also uh, your lower jaw if it's, um, if there is any uh, thing that feels abnormal and we check your, your gland, your submandibular gland, your submental gland with this, basically these are your lymph nodes to see if there is some possible infection or what's going on. So this is really the extra oral exam. And of course, we check also sometimes if I have, you know, uh, patients who are basically the typical, you know, um, no hair and I can see the scalp and they're typical white, typical. Like yesterday, I had one and I'm like, oh, what's going on? They can get skin cancer. And believe it or not, like um, a few years ago, I saw a patient and I saw something on his scalp and I'm a dentist and I'm like, what? have you seen your your dermatologist anytime soon? And he goes, no, And I'm like, I I think you should go. We see a little something there. He actually went and it was like, you know, an early stage of some skin cancer and he got it removed. And since then, you know, like, oh, can you check this area? Can you check? And we just laugh about it, but it's very important. And it's very important in general, guys, that you put um, really um, um, like cream with SPF at least 15, This is in general, that's not really dentistry, but just important. And then for um, white people, make sure you always put a lot of sunblock and uh, wear a hat. This is very important too. Uh, So yeah, this is what we do when we check uh, the extra oral exam. So we check the joint to make sure it's aligned properly or not. Then we check um, the bone of the jaw to make sure there is nothing uh, bruised or abnormal and if there is like um, maybe something like a swollen inside or even a cyst sometimes we can feel that then we check the glands and then we check the thyroid and we also check the maxillary sinus like the sinuses because a lot of time you can get you know a uh, toothache and it could be coming from your sinuses then we go to the intraoral exam now and this is the big one and these are all steps of how we can do a comprehensive exam. So the intraoral exam, it consists of checking the inside of your lips. We're checking now the inside of your cheeks. Then we start to check the, the roof of your mouth and the tongue and the, under the tongue. And it's a whole process. And yesterday I had a patient. I don't think he had an exam for like a really long time. And I'm checking and he started to laugh. And I'm like, I'm laughing too. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, you stick your tongue out. And he goes, what? And I'm like, just, and he started to laugh. And I'm like, this is really, I'm, I'm trying to do an intraoral exam. This is an oral cancer screen. And he goes, what? I've never heard of that. And I said, yeah, well, now you, you do. <laughs> now you heard of it. So it's very important to check um, the inside of your lips, the inside of your cheeks. And uh, to make sure there is nothing that looks abnormal. Sometimes white little areas or red little areas. And I don't want to scare anybody because now everybody's like, oh, let me get my mirror and look. No, you have to go to uh, somebody who is trained. You need to go to the dentist for that. And um, we check the tongue because the tongue has a lot of lymphatics. So anything that's there, we need to make sure that it's going to be okay. Uh, So we do a couple of little exercises to make sure uh, we check that, which basically you stick your tongue out, you push it to each side, and then we see, we look for any abnormalities. Um, And very important one really uh, is to check the roof of your mouth and also to stick your tongue out and to say, ah, and then they're like, what? So my patients are really well trained now. They come, they sit, and they stick it, and I'm like, ah, and I'm like, I start to laugh. I'm not at that point yet, guys. And we just laugh about it and they know they're very well trained. Um, so yeah, so these are important. And why do we do that? To check for any um, area that has a different color, dif- different texture. And if there is like, especially on the roof of your mouth, there might be some little spots that look like um, like an evis, like a little dark spot. And if these are not checked properly with proper measurement are taken, and I usually take intraoral pictures too with that little camera, um, and they start to change in color, in size, in appearance. It could be a melanoma, which is a very, uh, it's a, like a silent killer. So that's why we have to check that. Sometimes it could be even on your lower lip, on your upper lip, inside. You, you cannot see it, but your dentist can. So you have to make sure you go to a really good dentist and now you know what to check for. And after that, we um, start to check for the teeth, for any cavities, now we have the x-rays, so the x-rays are going to allow me to see in between the teeth and under the teeth, and also to check if I'm taking a big panoramic x-ray, I can check the bone for any abnormal, like a cyst here, or even a swelling here, or even beginning of a tumor, and I'm not, take, I'm not talking about a malignant, but sometimes even benign tumors, they start to show, like there are bone disease, guys, uh, they can show on the big panoramic x-ray. So make sure when you go to the dentist, hopefully they have a panoramic x-ray because that helps a lot. Um, After we check um, the teeth on the x-rays, we check them in the mouth. So I usually go with my tiny little instrument and I see if there is um, anything catchy or if there are like little cavities here and there. And I usually check every single tooth at a time. And I would tell the patients, you know what, there is one area here. We're going to keep an eye on it. We're going to monitor it because it's still in the very early stages. So I'm hoping you brush it really well, take care of it. It can remineralize back. Yeah, believe it or not. If it's still in the early stages in the outer enamel only, it can remineralize back with the help of brushing, flossing, and sometimes, you know, a little bit of extra fluoride here special toothpaste, yes, it can remineralize. Once it crosses that cavity, once it crosses that little line between enamel and dentin, this is it. That's a cavity. That's a true cavity and it has to be filled. Then we have to drill and fix it. That's why it's very important to do a radiographic exam and a clinical exam with that t- tiny little, um, we call it an explorer. It's a tiny little metal thing. Um, So we check every single tooth, and if there are some little cavities here and there, we tell you they need to be done, they need to be taken care of, okay? Then comes the part of the gum uh, exam, which is basically a tiny little instrument. It's called the periodontal probe, which we usually do it every time with a new patient. We check around each tooth. We have to do six measurements around each tooth. So three measurements on the outside of the cheek, towards, you know, the outside of the cheek and three measurements, the inside towards the tongue. And these measurements, it basically gives us the, med- the measurements from the top of the gum to the top of the bone inside. The measurements, if they are one, two, three, this is normal. You're good. If we get to four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, this is True periodontal disease. Sometimes four, I would be like, you know what, maybe the gum is a little bit inflamed or swollen. It could be like a pseudo pocket. But if it's five, six, seven, this is 100%. We can see on the x rays that we took already that there is some bone loss. This is when we tell you, okay, there is something going on. This is like we have some gum disease going on. So this is when we have to treat it differently. Of course, you're going to get like an initial cleaning, but we have to treat it differently. And this is when it comes down to deep cleaning and where we have to do periodontal scaling. And I'll go over that in another episode. So now we know that, you know, the proper exam, it consists of a few steps. After that, I always like to check um, the alignment of the teeth together and the jaw. So we have different classification of the jaw, lower jaw compared to the top jaw compared to the skull like a class one, class two, class, it's just a classification. And for example, some people, you know, they have the lower jaw is a little bit going more forward than it should. It's called a class three or going a little bit more in, you know, than it should compared to the top jaw, which is called a a class two. You know, if it's very severe, you might need to have a surgery for that. It's called an orthognostic surgery, and you have to go to a very specific oral surgeon for that, maxillofacial surgeon, really. If it's something minor in the teeth, it can sometimes be fixed just with alignment, like with, whether, um, whether some braces, metal braces, or aligners. And this is when we do the, um, the initial exam, too. We check, you know, for like if there is a little bit of crowding here, like minor, moderate, or severe, or spacing. And this is when, you know, we start to recommend what kind of treatment for this. And trust me, aligning the teeth is not really cosmetic. I have to stress that. This is really taking care of your teeth and your oral hygiene because it makes sure you're going to keep your teeth in position for a long time because it makes it easier for you to floss. It makes it easier for you when you're brushing, you're getting all the way between the teeth. If you have severe crowding, the teeth are overlapped, even if you have a cavity, Sometimes it's very hard to even fill it properly. So make sure um, to follow the instruction from your dentist about that. Yeah, and then we um, sometimes also, like at the end, um, we like to put a big treatment plan. So for example, the priority number one and then two, and then we just prioritize the treatment. So usually number one, it's the foundation and the basic, which means if there is an emergency, like, okay, you have an infection, you are in pain, we have to take care of this first thing. Or we have a broken tooth and it needs to be removed because it's bothering you. Or if we have gum disease and we need to take care of it, becomes your gums are bleeding and you have like pus going on or a problem or pain, we have to take care of that. That's usually number one. Number two comes If we have little cavities here and there that we need to take care of, and I usually like to do the fillings and cavities or any treatment after the gums are being cleaned because if there is bleeding, it can actually affect um, the bonding of the fillings. So first is going to be take care of the foundation and the emergency. Um, Then second comes, you know, if we need to do little fillings here and there, or if we have to put a crown here, or if we need to do a root canal in a tooth or uh, things like that. After that comes, um, if we need to do like any uh, basically prostatic treatment, like, okay, I need a bridge here. I have a missing tooth. I need an implant there, or I need dentures that comes towards the end. Then if things are good, everything is good, then we can talk about, okay, I need a little bit of whitening here. I can, you know, we can do all those touch-ups, but a lot of patients, they come, we have some serious gum disease. Can I get whitening? Can I get a whitening? I'm like, let's just, Focus for let's just get you first stable. Let's get your mouth stable, and then we'll take care of that after that. And they're like, oh, but I wanted to get a whitening. And I said, just let's get some cleaning done first, because then the teeth will be able to absorb the whitening material, and then becomes white. And then they understand. Then they really understand. I think a very important thing uh, to educate is, is to really educate the patient to explain to them why we cannot do this before that because it will affect that this will affect that so if we can get you know a proper diagnosis and a proper treatment and explain to the patients educate the patient then they will really understand why it is important to do this my blood sugar is always high even though i'm taking the medications well hello we have gum disease we have serious gum disease and they're like what and i said yeah or I am taking, medic- I'm taking my blood pressure medication and something is not right. And we check and something is not right in your teeth. Yes. So everything works together. Okay. And in our next episode, I'm actually going to interview a cardiologist to talk about the relation between the teeth and the mouth and the heart. So if you have any questions, let me know. And I think uh, that's that's a wrap for today. So today we are talking about what to expect in your first dental visit, what to expect from your dentist. And we spoke about how is it very important to take a proper medical history um, and how it's important to take x-rays. Why do we need to take x-rays and what what are the options of different x-rays? Um, and why it's important to do um, a proper evaluation of your extra oral soft tissues and intraoral soft tissues and oral cancer screening and why do we do that and why we tell you okay stick your tongue move it this way, that way and why it's important to check for cavities, and to check for the gums, and to check for the alignment of your jaw. And I think that's it for today. Next time, next episode, we're going to have a cardiologist. And uh, if you have any questions, please let me know. And if you need any treatment, really, uh, you can reach us at our, um, our website, uh, donblanchedental.com, uh, which is D-E-N-T, blanchedental.com. B-L-A-N-C-H-E, and we are in Princeton, New Jersey, and we will be happy to help you with all the technology that we have. Until then, have a great day. And don't forget, if you take care of your teeth, they will take care of you. Until then, keep smiling with Dr. Saad. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our weekly podcast. This show wouldn't really be possible without you. If you are a fan of the show, please leave us a comment on Instagram at Rod Wasad underscore DMD. The link is in the show notes. Until our next episode, remember, if you take care of your teeth, your teeth will take care of you. Keep smiling with Dr. Saad.